This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities and organisations that we mention. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Our Circle. I'm Rhiannon. And I'm Jess. And today we are talking about OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I have wanted to talk about this for a while because I think it's a really interesting topic. I just want to put it out there as well. We're very pro-choice and doing yeah. whatever you want to do. So we're pro-sex workers, all of that sort of stuff. So we are not here to hear any judgment. Thank you very much. And you won't be hearing that either. <laughs> um, so just wanted to clarify what OnlyFans is for anyone who doesn't know. It's an internet content subscription service. Um, it's primarily used for sex workers who do uh, pornography or produce pornography. Um, and it also hosts the work of other content creators such as physical fitness experts, musicians, and a lot of other things. We'll get into that. Um, and content creators can earn money from users who subscribe to their content. So imagine like a hybrid of YouTube and Instagram where you pay for it. And if you are the person posting on those platforms, you get the money for posting on there. That's kind of basically how it works. The people who subscribe are called fans. It's only fans. And it's on a monthly basis as well as a one-time tips and pay-per-view feature. And it's reported to have 2 million content creators and around 130 million users as of August 2021. Wow. I'm kind of ashamed to say that I'm not a subscriber. <laughs> um, I don't have any subscriptions on OnlyFans, but I'm not going to lie. There are many people I would probably subscribe to. <laughs> um, just because I'm like, I'm here for your career like content creation I'm here to support <laughs> yeah um, I totally agree I think especially in terms of like like you're saying about the sex worker side of things mm. and having watched some documentaries on the porn industry and how mm. they don't get paid nearly as much as they should yeah. for the amount that their videos are getting spread everywhere so I feel like I'm really a fan of OnlyFans because mm. I feel like I mean obviously we'll get into it a little bit later about how it can be spread outside of that yeah, platform sure. but I like the idea of them being in control and being able to charge for their content which they're creating I think that's a great idea and it's that's how it should be it's their form of work isn't it yeah exactly it's almost like if, if anyone's heard of Patreon Patreon's I've a, heard of it but I don't really know what it is it's it's another service that a lot of YouTubers use because sometimes people don't make enough money from YouTube or they don't feel like the views and the hours things like they're putting into their content they don't feel like they're getting paid what they're worth basically which you know more power to them so they create a patreon and patreon is very similar to OnlyFans in the sense that it's for patrons only so people who pay a monthly fee and mm. in return they get a set amount of content um, and a lot of patreon users have different tiers and I believe that works the exact same as OnlyFans so say if you're paying five pounds a month you are getting access to x amount of content if you right. pay this amount you get this type of tier level whatever you want to call it oh, okay. and I believe that's the same way it works with OnlyFans but maybe with a little bit more what's the word personalized content okay things like yeah. that so I guess one of the main things that we were saying how it differs from traditional porn sites is the fact that it's in the creator's ownership yeah um, I think that's it seems weird to say that that's a new thing don't you think because <laughs> you think that's how it should be but yeah yeah no, I'm I'm very pro porn I enjoy porn and some of the things that I watch online in my opinion they're not um like mass 
produced or if that's probably the wrong word as in it's not being created by a big company it's not it's it's clearly like just a couple who have shot something in the bedroom or something like that so it's like okay so are these entertainers are they getting the type of payment that they should because i'm thinking well i'm watching it and i can see that there are a lot of other people have viewed it are they making mm. the right amount of money or is only fans probably going to be something that's better for them and mm. i think the maybe the problem i think in some ways we're a little bit um at a loss here for not having someone who is on only fans like a, a content creator we're not interviewing someone hopefully maybe we can down the line interview someone who is on yeah. that but i'd like to know is it easier or harder doing only fans because because of the fact that you do have to hope that someone's going to pay a subscription whereas yeah. say like on Pornhub or something you're at least going to be viewed like because anyone can have access okay. to it do you know what I mean when you say harder do you mean as in like you've got to be really confident to do that or um I guess confident that you're going to be getting the views I mm. suppose you could say the same for for Pornhub as well or something like, like traditional porn sites because I just think well if it's free then it's more likely that you're going to see it maybe like anyone can see it whereas if it's locked away like relying on a subscription how likely is it that someone's going to pay for it that you yeah well that's yeah I I suppose the proof is in the pudding in that (laughs) so many people have blown up on so much money and you think oh wow okay people will pay for this like this is a thing which like you said I was kind of skeptical like wait is some would someone like if I was to release content on OnlyFans why would anyone pay for me do you know what I mean like no I I, I genuinely think that because I'm like well yeah they could go to to Pornhub and get something for free like why yeah why would they pay to watch me yeah so it's, so it's sort of like how how do you know that's gonna I suppose maybe you don't maybe you don't know how guaranteed so, that's yeah that is. unless you have to do your research before and be like okay this is what people clearly like so I'm gonna yeah. have to create stuff like this I don't know I, don't know, I, I also think some people have a clear like their following is demanding it (laughs) so for example there are some people that I've watched on YouTube I don't know I mean it's a bit creepy in some ways to know that so many people are commenting oh like have you got an OnlyFans (laughs) like it's like okay well they clearly want to see more of them but because of that because that demand's there they've actually realized oh I could actually be making more money and someone that I watch on YouTube realized how much she was in demand for it and created an OnlyFans and managed to pay like get out of debt um get herself into a financially stable position and and if anything really comfortable and it seems to be something that she really enjoys so it's like okay I guess that worked because she knew that she would have that support but I wonder you know some people who are looking at these successful OnlyFans are they called artists I don't know what they're called creators yeah. if they're looking to, at them and like aspiring to be like oh wow they make all this money and all that they've had to do is like take a bikini photo or do a couple of like feet shots sort of thing and then yeah. they're not getting the same type of success I'm not so sure what the um conversion rates like I guess for everyone but the part that I was sort of questioning in my head was even though we're saying yay they've got their own ownership how much ownership do you actually have because even though it's on a subscription-based thing... They get 80%, don't they, the creators, and OnlyFans get 20%, first of all, money-wise. Interesting. Well, I suppose I that makes sense right. if you're using someone's platform, I guess. Yeah. So there's that. There's also 
people leak stuff. So for example, there's content creators that are very popular on Corinna Kampf. She's like friends with the vlog squad, like David Dobrik yeah. stuff. She was one of those people who had a big, um, like she was big in demand for to start an OnlyFans because I think she's, she sort of teases her fans a bit, you know, by being quite she's sexual. Hot. Yeah, she's a hot girl. Good for her. She didn't have an OnlyFans and so many people would always ask her to make one and stuff. And she then eventually said, yep, I'm going to do it. I think she made like a million dollars on her first post, which I think is insane. I'm like, good mm. for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't subscribe or anything to her OnlyFans, but I went on her Twitter and I thought, out of interest, I wonder if there's any type of like trending thing to do with her. I typed in her name and people had already like screenshotted things from her OnlyFans and put it onto Twitter. And I never realized how much of like a porn based thing Twitter is. If you start typing in certain people who are on OnlyFans or Pornhub or whatever, their stuff's mm -hmm. all over it. And that's not even like, what's it called? Like locked or got any type of restrictions restriction on it at all. Yeah. Um, I don't get that because I'm like, you're a subscriber who's paid for this content. So why would you just release it for everyone to see? Like, I don't get that. Like, it kind of defeats the object of the sub subscription for that person. Like, surely you want the exclusive content so why would you share that with other people it reminds me of like a very childish sort of thing of like young teenage boys where they just yeah. want to show like whatever um i mean look, my girlfriend like, sent, sent me a nude like look. Oh, well yeah i mean they shouldn't be doing that i was more thinking like back in the day if they found like a playboy magazine they wanted to oh, share yeah, it with yeah, their yeah, friends yeah, but yeah. yeah if anyone's bloody doing that fucking report them yeah, don't you do, do that, not yeah yeah don't be doing that but it just sort of reminds me of that like sort of sharing mm. old dirty and I'd, I'd say dirty magazines I'm doing the air quotes here because they're not dirty like a woman's body isn't dirty like let's get that out of everyone's vocabulary please yeah, if they yeah. are like everyone's looking at them so you're all dirty anyway yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I just sort of think okay well then are people aware of that do you think like do you think that people who are creating content on OnlyFans are aware that it's not as uh private as they think it is surely you've got to in this if you're you can't go into it being naive can you you've got to know that you can you can screenshot you can screen record I don't know again because I don't have an account yeah. and I don't subscribe to anyone I don't know if there's any way you can do that on an app where it's it stops you from being able to do anything like that yeah, because that's but... like Netflix. Have you ever done that before? Because I've I've done it where if I'm watching Netflix, and it's not because I'm trying to illegally um, record the episode, by the way, just putting that out there. <laughs> it's just because, say, like if there's a funny, for example, um, Jess and I love Grace and Frankie, and there was a time where there was like certain episodes where I'd be laughing my head off. I was like, oh, I just want to quickly, you know, record that part and send it to her. And it would put a ban on. It would like come up with something being like, you cannot record like or screen oh. record yeah it stops you from it and that's the same with other apps as well on your phone so I wondered if okay. maybe OnlyFans does that with screen recording at all or if that's something that they know. might implement because I was thinking well how else are, how else are all these screenshots coming onto yeah. Twitter for so I don't know <laughs> yeah. um, also, I wanted to ask you can so how does it work in terms of like messaging people on OnlyFans like is it that if you subscribe to a person or is it again the tier system depending on how much you pay you're able to message the content creator from my understanding it's the tier service so okay. if you've paid a certain amount you can message the content creator and request certain things they and they're more than capable of declining that request as well yeah. but they can request certain things maybe and that's what they will send I, you yeah I um I was on Facebook the other day you know the videos part one came up where there was a girl who 
I think she's on OnlyFans. In the interview that she was recording, she was saying that something that's quite common that she gets requests for are men sending pictures of their dicks to her Mm. and they're men with small dicks and they want her to belittle them. Like yeah, that's want, a real that have, it's a kink, isn't it? It's so so strange to me, but apparently it does it for them, like just to feel what's the word when like you like dominated, like a dominatrix sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, but like just putting them down, like mm. really does it. Yeah, really strange. Yeah, I, well, again, this is the whole like don't want to yuck someone's yam on things, but I think it's not necessarily like encouraged to be really out there with your desires and stuff but it's also not completely like no (laughs) like it's almost inclusive let's say I think from the understanding that I have of it there's a couple of other sort of maybe problematic parts to it as well I mean there there always is when it's things like sex work Mm -hmm. and it's obviously like exploitation of different people maybe some people are have been sort of put into this position not through some a choice of their own which obviously we don't support but other ones Mm. are small content creators trying to make money and people who've been trying to do a lot of their own content creation on porn sites and on OnlyFans and then they get completely ignored I guess we could say when suddenly a celebrity decides to join so there have been people like I think Bella Thorne was one that you said before we um yeah she made a million in 24 hours yeah yeah and that upset a lot of content creators because they haven't made it anywhere near that and have been on it for a lot longer, have exposed themselves, been a lot more vulnerable. They've done more, way more than what Bella Thorne did. I think she might have only just done like maybe a bikini post. Yeah, I think there was actually some controversy around that and some of her subscribers had to be refunded because she promised that one of that something she was releasing, content she was going to release was nude. She described right. it as nude, but she was still wearing underwear. Okay, so it was almost like, like uh, scamming. Well, yeah, just not delivering what she False planned. advertisement. Yeah, so there was controversy around her being on OnlyFans. I'm not sure if she's still on there. I don't know, but, mm, but I, do I get that. I suppose if, you've, if you've got exposure and you've got a huge following on other platforms, it must be a lot easier to sort of replicate that. And Hence, like what you're saying about Corinna Kopp earlier, like her already having such a following on other social media platforms. Definitely helps. Yeah, you're you're basically bringing that community to another platform, aren't you? So. Yeah, and I don't personally think that that's wrong. I don't think it's wrong for no. a celebrity because that's that's like when people got upset with Will Smith and The Rock joining YouTube. It's like they're they're a human; they're allowed to join that. But I also think, like you just said, they're bringing their followers to a new platform, which could potentially shed light to a whole load of other content creators yeah. out there. I don't know if that's yeah, how it works. How, yeah, exactly. Like, do they have an algorithm type thing as well where mm. they're like, okay, if you like this person's content, you might like this person's and it might actually lead them on to someone else. I don't think there's anything wrong per se in that because it's not like they're stealing potential. Yeah. You know, they might, these followers might not have ever gone on to OnlyFans had it not been for those maybe bigger creators. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I also think it's um it's given a lot of people... I think traditional porn creators, artists, I don't, I, sorry, I don't know what their actual, I should have found out the correct terminology, but stars, porn stars, I think it's given them a bit more ownership over themselves. And some people who've had things leaked of them before, I know Denise Richards, she was someone who traditionally like 
and and electra is it what's her name Carmen electra things like that where they did a lot more sort of nudity things back in the day but they probably wouldn't have been paid enough or whatever and now they're reclaiming that side of them through OnlyFans and I'm kind of like yay you like getting to sort of have that moment to sort of correct that wrong maybe I guess I think maybe it'll right that wrong so Mm. I think that that side's really interesting there's also the side that's non-sexual content so people who do yoga or they might just be sitting eating a sandwich (laughs) or they might be posting photos of their feet and that seems to really (laughs) be to someone's liking and I think that's quite interesting too because it's sort of like okay is that then like with the Bella Thorne thing some people might put quite suggestive photos on there like it's sort of like a YouTube banner before you're able to enter it so it's almost like a like a curtain if you like before you've paid your entry fee this is sort of like the advertisement of what their page is and then Mm. when you subscribe you then have access to it some of them I think make it seem like it's more of a sexual thing and then when they open it it goes into like them just eating a sandwich do you think that that's false advertisement something oh, yeah. do you yeah no I think like if if you're if you're there for you know what I'm I'm horny and I want to this is what I'm, I'm here for on OnlyFans for I yeah. think that's being led into a false yeah I think that's kind of very cheeky because then you subscribe and you're like oh, I don't want to see <laughs> fully clothed sandwich eating person that's not really <laughs> <laughs> you know ten dollars a month for whatever it is um, i'd be very interested to know how much they make in comparison to like nudity and porn based things like yeah. if they're still making wonder, that quite a lot i want like i wonder if a lot of people are put off starting an OnlyFans account because of the stigma mm. and the kind of what is attached to OnlyFans. you do i personally my, my thoughts automatically go to the sexual accounts see that's, mine, that's mine actually I don't I think mine really? is, yeah my instinct if someone says they're on OnlyFans I'm like oh I wonder if they're making money <laughs> like because I'm thinking yeah to me I just see it as such like a business thing I don't I don't know of many people who've gone in there just for the fun of it or like for pleasure or whatever and if they have awesome but I think the majority of people use it as a business opportunity yeah. to make money and I'm just like oh cool I wonder how they're doing on there let alone what they're doing because in my head they're probably trying every type of avenue on there which is like good for them I just wonder if people have been put off because of that and if so that's a shame because they could could be making millions we You're could right. be, we sat here we could be making millions doing Okay, well then here's my million dollar question for you. Could you do it? (laughs) Do you think that you could go on OnlyFans? And also, do you think that you could do porn? Do you know what? The only, I think the only thing sort of holding me back is my confidence in my body. If I felt like, yeah, I'm really secure in how I look, then I'd probably consider it. And I've also thought, do you have to show your face? This is my own, that's literally the only thing that stops me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I don't I'm think like, you do no you don't no you don't and but I think then at that point like it could be someone else you know what I mean like how would you know that that is you that's fine I don't want I want the money <laughs> and I want the kind of empowerment of yeah. oh yeah that's me I'm sexy yeah but I don't want my face being leaked that's everywhere yeah, yeah 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 you know what I mean I don't I think and I, I know I bring this side of my life into it a lot but being a mum as well I don't like the idea of Mila going to school and someone saying something horrible to her like oh right because your your face was attached to it sort of thing yeah like oh your mum's a slag she's doing that do you know what I mean like I don't want her to be 
embarrassed even though I would teach her obviously like to you know you it's do like empower and yeah empowering and it's choice. you know exactly your choice your your body your choice yeah it's hard to explain that to kids who are oh, in yeah, school course, who are in that environment do you know what I mean it's mm. that's something that would hold me back but also just that idea that is permanent and it's out there and it can be spread and it can be really negative like mm. I, I don't know it, that's the only kind of thing that puts me off what it about always... you I, I think I could do it if my face wasn't in it. That's it. Right. And it fascinates me, it, actually, because you brought the motherhood side of it into it. There are some porn stars, like very well-known ones, who are mothers. They continue to put out porn content and with their partners as well. And they continue. And it's really interesting to me because I'm like, okay, cool. They really do have like that whole, we're going to be posting stuff with our kid like online being like, sorry, not porn stuff with their kids like I said like you know like family photos and then they have another account where it's them having at it you know and it's just like and you know okay so there's like the whole MILF thing but there's also the whole reality thing where it's like okay you're an everyday person too you have a family you're still a human being so I definitely see the appeal in that and mm. also, I love the idea of that. Like, you don't have just because you're a mum doesn't mean you can't be sexy anymore. Yeah, like, absolutely. Fine, still desirable, so. still worth watching. And it's an niche thing as well. Like, people like MILFs. Like, yeah. that's a whole genre in itself, isn't it? So, do you think that you could ever do porn with Joe if he if if he was into it? Yeah, I think so. But I'd have to like watch it back first and make sure it's like, you know. I don't know I, I just really worry I'd be self-conscious of the fact that I was being filmed and like the mm. angles are, are they okay <laughs> like... yeah I'm just curious as to how many couples have sort of thought about it because there's um I don't know if you've heard of it before there's an app I've already forgotten the name of the app but it looks like a calculator but it's not a calculator it works oh, as a calculator okay. on your phone but if you actually put in a certain combination oh. it then unlocks and it's like you know photos that you might have taken together or by yourself and videos okay. that you might have filmed together and I kind of wonder oh I want you know how many couples are sort of testing the waters out like one just because I suppose it's like a can you say it's kink or just like something that people like doing like filming themselves and watching it back yeah or yeah. just the idea of like they just like filming themselves like as if someone's watching and like pretending that they're on like a porn site or something yeah. but then how many of them actually watching they're like fuck we look good like we should put this out (laughs) (laughs) I think that I think the money aspect of it is so appealing to people Mm. that yeah you know all this kind of embarrassment and whatever just goes out the window and they're like why is it embarrassing I'll be making a lot of money and looking good whilst doing it and I think also during I read as well online when doing a little bit of research before this episode that it's something crazy like a third more like half more people joined only fans during the pandemic and that makes total sense you know yeah like people are at home Mm. wanting content but also people don't have as much job security like maybe that's yeah they decided to go down that avenue they're like right okay well I don't know what's going on with my job and I'm on furlough and I've got all these things I need to be paying for why not put online and make money through that I mean why not I mean, the cost of living crisis in London and the UK is going up. Maybe you're winter. (laughs) New account. (laughs) I just think it's it's something that I'm very open to. I think it's so interesting, and I'd love to speak to OnlyFan creators. I'd like to speak to porn stars. I really would. I'd love to go to the Pornhub um, Awards. (laughs) Have you seen that before? (laughs) I haven't. It's like the Grammys. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just. I think it's so interesting. I think there's a lot that goes into someone being 
being vulnerable, whether it's one person or a million people watching you, I think it's a really brave thing to do to be that open and vulnerable and mm. just very open. <laughs> um, yeah. The people who are taking it upon themselves to do this and be in this industry, I think they're very brave. And I don't know if I'm ever going to go down that avenue, but I'm not mm. closed off to it. I just think it's it's just very interesting. I think anyone who's hustling in their own way to make money and putting themselves on the lines you know it's very admirable in my opinion yeah more power to you <laughs> absolutely kind of far-fetched but at the same time linking to people <laughs> putting themselves out there and creating their own um, avenue we wanted to dedicate this episode to a friend of ours Jess I think you wanted to um, talk a little bit about it yes so um, we've had we've actually had this person on an episode before in season one my friend Alice who was a teacher and did the episode on being a teacher so I think it's in the past year Alice set up her own Etsy shop where she makes her own handmade cards so that could be for celebrations such as graduations or just a thank you card they're really gorgeous they're all done totally by hand absolutely beautiful so if you go on to um, yellow sunrise cards on Etsy that's the name of the uh, Etsy shop then you can go and support her content and <laughs> we're all for supporting <laughs> supporting females supporting their own business yeah. ventures it's not sexual and it's not a subscription but um <laughs> please do go and uh, support alice because they're beautiful we should all be supporting small businesses where we can absolutely so thanks for listening everyone please let us know what your thoughts are of only fans if there's mm. any demand for an our circle only fans let us know <laughs> what content would you like yeah. and please make sure to like subscribe follow all those great things and we'll see you for our next episode bye bye